Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. Today, I want to talk to you about the protein-packed chicken of the woods mushroom and how to identify it and how to use it. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushrooms. So, you know, I remember a while back, me and my dad, I was visiting him on vacation. He's out in Missouri, a little town called Lamar, Missouri. And we were out on the golf course near his house. And we were out there just doing a play in nine rounds. There's a lot of trees on the on the property of that golf course. And we were off on a wooded area, uh, one of the holes. I can't remember which hole it was. And off to the side, we seen a bright orange looking thing on the ground. And we, we walked over closer. And sure enough, we had ourselves a huge chicken of the woods mushroom. Now, th- this mushroom must have been the size of, I don't know, couple basketballs. It was pretty big. And so we took that suck. My dad, you know, he, he'd been hunting chicken of the woods mushroom, you know, for years at that point, he already, he'd been eating it for every season. He'd go out and find it. And so he knew right away what it was, but it was my first experience. I, I was like, what in the world is that? This bright orange freaking shelf-like bracket looking mushroom. It was it was enormous, and my dad's like, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take this home and eat it." And I'm like, "Eat it? I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, what in the world? This is like my first experience dealing with uh, wild mushrooms. That I'm I, up to this point, you know, I was used to like the button mushroom, and I definitely was not ready for this one. But he said, "Oh, it's amazing! It's a delicacy. The restaurants around here, man, you could sell it to the restaurants." for like 25 bucks. I mean, they'll pay top dollar for this when it's in season. It's a delicacy. I was like, okay. You know, I trust my dad. So anyway, we took it home. And I remember that night we cleaned it up, cut it into slices, almost like we were cutting a chicken. It was like, um, like when you order, you know, like a chicken salad and they got those little um, thin strips of chicken on a salad. That's pretty much what we cut it into. And then we threw it in a pan with some oil and we sauteed it for about 15 minutes and then took it off. And that thing was amazing. I think we put a little soy sauce into it for a little flavor. Man, that thing came out really, really good. And, but you know, there's a lot to the chicken of the woods mushroom, right? Like, I went out with an experienced forager who knew what that mushroom was and who had eaten it and hunted it for years. But what if you are not in that situation? What if, you know, you haven't been out with an experienced forager and you have no idea what it is? You see this bright orange, (laughs) big old thing. I wouldn't have touched it. You know what I'm saying? With a stick. (laughs) I had no idea what that thing was. I never seen a bright orange mushroom before. 
but the question comes down to right is uh you know well first of all this mushroom it's um one of the good things about this mushroom which i come to learn later was you know it's just packed outright packed with protein i mean 21 grams of protein in a cup of mushroom of one, you know just one serving of this mushroom you're going to get 20 i mean shoot a lot of meat doesn't have that much protein which has you know i mean so that's a huge benefit of itself to have um just a plant producing that much healthy plant-based protein is incredible and um like we said you know you could sell it to the restaurants you can make money with it if you wanted to. Most, I'd probably just eat it myself. But, um, and you know, it's rare to find this mushroom. It's hard to find it because it is only available certain times of year when it comes in season. And you know, the cool thing about it is you, it's almost like going hunting, except you don't have to kill an animal because you're getting as much protein as you would basically if you went out and shot a chicken and took it home. So, so, if we want to hunt this ourselves and we don't have an experienced forager to go with, what are we looking for? I mean, are there any poisonous lookalikes and you know, that we should be aware of when we go out there? Or can we just pick any bright orange, big ass mushroom and eat it? Right? So I decided to do some research and figure out some more identifying characteristics of this mushroom. So that way I know what I'm getting in case I'm not with my dad and I want to harvest this mushroom. So come to find out, though, that there's 18 distinct species of the Laetiporus genus, genus, Laetiporus genus. And the Laetiporus genus is the Latin scientific name for chicken of the woods. We, we typically just call it chicken of the woods. So it's 18 different species, right? Um, they're all a little bit different, but they're all very much the same in the sense as far as the nutrients protein i mean you're good to go they just they the only difference between them is they might look a little different or they might grow a little bit differently when you find them in the wild now typically this mushroom um, is going to be associated with certain types of trees um, the eucalyptus the cherry wood the willows and the yew are the most common types that you'll find it with but one thing to keep note right of this one is it can be found on dead dead trees that are standing that have fallen or even live trees so it's actually saprotrophic 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 and parasitic so saprotrophic means it's going to um break down the you know the the dead wood, whereas parasitic means it's actually going to kill a live tree. So you can actually find it in either situation. And a third one is you can actually find it growing away from the trees altogether. So certain species of it will actually grow. They're still growing out of the wood, but not directly on the wood. They're growing out of the wood in the ground. So it actually looks like it's coming out of the ground, but it's still going to be nearby trees, but it just won't be directly on the tree, right? So that's kind of where you're going to find it. It's normally going to be available from May to November, but by the time winter comes, you're not going to see it anymore. If you look at the underside of it, so the bright, the top side. So if you're familiar with polypores and the bracket type funguses that grow in um, a shelf-like manner, 
like the Rishi and maybe the Turkey Tail, um, Hen of the Woods. If you've seen any of those, you, you, you understand what a typical polypore is going to look like, the thin, thin long um, pieces. And on the underside, there's no stems. And then on the underside, you got all these little pores, little like pinholes underneath it. So it's a polypore. So that's what this mushroom is. It's a polypore, right? On the top, it's really bright orange color. And on the ends, it can be have almost like a whitish color going around the very tip of the edge of it. And if you flip it over, it'll normally be white or a yellowish color underneath, depending on what species you're looking at. Um, and it's very soft and palatable compared to like a reishi, where a reishi is almost like a piece of wood. This one's very soft and palatable, which makes it so such a delicacy to eat. It's just like eating a piece of meat. It's amazing. I love this mushroom. Um, now, it is loaded with vitamins, nutrients, and macronutrients, which makes it basically a meal to eat all by itself. So if you just eat this one thing, you wouldn't need to eat your vegetables. You wouldn't need to eat your meat. You wouldn't need to eat your starches. I mean, this literally is a meal of its own. It's freaking incredible. So one cup serving of this thing is 50 calories, nine carbohydrates, five grams of dietary fiber that you normally get from vegetables, 21 grams of protein, one gram of fat, and then it's got your micronutrients, it's got 225 milligrams of potassium, 10% of your daily dose of vitamin C, and then 5% vitamin A of your daily recommendation. So as you can see, it's loaded down with nutrients. It's an amazing thing to eat, very healthy. It's actually proven to have uh, medicinal benefits as well as it's like most mushrooms. It's an antibacterial support. It's high in antioxidants. And one cool thing about this, it actually has a study proving its anti-inflammatory benefits. The acetyl aburacoic acid present in this mushroom has been proven in studies to stop the activation of macrophages, which then suppresses inflammatory disease. So you can check out more about these studies. You can see pictures of this and everything, more details on it on my article I wrote on this. Um, at curatedmushrooms.com. Check it out there. Now, when it comes to cooking it, I basically told you already how I cooked it. And that's pretty much the recommendation for it. The only other thing I would add is that's really cool about this mushroom is you can actually freeze this sucker. Whereas most mushrooms, you can't freeze them raw because they're going to they're gonna spoil. They're not going to be good if you freeze them raw. This one, you can actually freeze raw, which is awesome because that means during the season which is almost six months out of the year right you can basically harvest it a bunch of it pounds and pounds of it oh and by the way the largest um bracket of this thing ever harvested was over a hundred pounds that's the world record so just to give you an idea how much you can harvest in one one thing and anyway the um throw it in a deep freezer and eat it all year round. Go out and harvest it. Get as much to fill up your deep freezer. And then the rest of it that you harvest while it's in season, just eat it yourself. And shit, you wouldn't even need to eat buy meat the whole year. You could just live off of plant-based protein, which is way, way healthy. If you look up the studies, the big fads out there right now about plant-based protein, I mean, it's so much healthier for our bodies than eating meat. So if, 
I've never seen a vegetable. And, you know, I tried just eating straight plant-based food to get protein. And that is one of the hardest things to do is to get it all the protein that you need to get in a day just from vegetables. So this mushroom is almost secure for that, you know. Um, and just one last thing is be sure to cook it before eating it so you don't get any gastric distress from it, right? Um, now, the poisonous lookalike, there is one, um, but it has another common lookalike. So the lookalikes for this, we got the chanterelles and the jack-o'-lantern. And if you have ever hunted chanterelles, you would know that, well, a lookalike of the chanterelle is the jack-o'-lantern. So they kind of fall hand in hand. Um, the chanterelle is another delicacy. It's a choice mushroom. It grows in symbiosis with the trees around it. And so it comes out of the soil, not necessarily on, it's not going to grow on trees. It'll come out of the soil and the chanterelle's distinct characteristics. Okay. It is orange, but on the underside, it, um, it has false gills. So they don't have gills. They have these like groove looking vein things on the underside that sometimes depending on what species it is, it could be really big, but they're not actual gills like you would see under a button mushroom, right? The little thin ones, um, they'll be very thick. And this one grows either singly by itself, most common, or it can grow up in groups of five, but no more than five. And when you cut it in half, it'll be white and almost look like string cheese you know, the white string cheese that you have, that's how it looks like in the middle. Now the jack-o'-lantern is poisonous. You don't want to eat this one. Severe gastric distress. Um, this one will grow on or near trees. So this one could, um, will grow basically in the same conditions almost that uh, chicken of the woods would grow. And this one has distinct gills all the way on the underside. It almost looks like an oyster mushrooms the way their gills are all the way down the stem and everything. It grows in large clusters and they grow together, right? And it can form almost a bracket looking structure, kind of like the chicken of the woods would look. It's bright orange as well. And when you cut it in half though, it's yellowish on the inside. So the biggest thing, if you've seen one of these right next to chicken of the woods, it's not a polypore, it has gills. Just look on the underside of the chicken in the woods. If it's a polypore, bright orange polypore, you have chicken in the woods. If it has gills, then just it's not a chicken in the woods. <laughs> um, but that's it, man. That's all we have today. Based on this now, you can go out and hunt yourself some chicken in the woods right when this morel season ends here. It'll be running into May, and it'll be time to go out and get yourself some chicken of the woods. Go get some, sell it to the restaurants, throw some in your deep freezer, get yourself ready, save a ton of money on buying meat, and it's way healthier for you. And now you know how to identify it and stay away from that poisonous jack-o'-lantern. Anyway, if you'd like to learn more details or see some pictures and stuff like that of the chicken of the woods, check out the article I've written on my site at curativemushrooms.com. Other than that, I just want to thank you for listening. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast because I got a lot more great stuff coming your way and you don't want to miss it. All right. Well, listen, take care and I'll be talking to you soon. Bye. Curative Mushrooms has to post the standard FDA disclaimer. The statements made regarding medicinal mushrooms have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. 
The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. Creative Mushrooms is not making claims intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here is not meant as a substitute for or alternative to information from healthcare practitioners. Please consult your healthcare professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before consuming medicinal mushrooms. The Federal Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act requires this notice. Thank you.